What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funnies in Review. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Great afternoon, everybody. The Big Daddy, Greg Miller. Why just say it like that? Hello. Felt right. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Have a marvelous day, Tim. Oh, marvelous day. I like that. I like that a lot. And rounding out the group, the Big Dog, Kevin Coelho. Hey, man, what's up? Give me a good bark. I, I haven't heard a Big Dog bark in a while. Well, I was going to say, it's funny that you now call Greg the big daddy, because I always get like, okay, this is my moment. I'm going to go. And then it's always like, oh, daddy. And it's like, mother. A little pump fake. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. throws me off, too, because every time I say it, I'm always like, oh, okay, I don't want to introduce Kevin right after Greg, because that's just too much big energy. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? So I yeah. got to kind of, and it just throws me all off. It's the whole so thing. They, they you throw, know what? So it goes You're small energy, it, yeah. Andy, big energy, Greg, small energy, Nick, big energy, Kevin. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's how it works. Right. Does anyone disagree with this? I don't disagree with this. I think we should vote right, right now. Who thinks this is yeah. the correct order for everything? Say aye. Aye. Okay. Aye. Who's who's abstaining from this vote? There you go. Okay. Oh, damn. Damn. No, two <laughs> Andy, you can't vote aye. Andy, you voted twice. Abstained. Andy vote abstained. That. We didn't even vote against. We just abstained. Andy. I chose not to vote. <laughs> Fair. Fair. So it was unanimous, I guess. Exactly. Unanimously bad. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of funny's MCU in review where we rank review and recap all of the Marvel Studios projects. We've been doing this show for a couple of years now, uh, and we've done many different franchises in in review where we go through and do what I just said for different franchises. And it's been super fun. Uh, we're kind of in a weird place here where Marvel uh, put a bunch of one shots up on Disney Plus. You can get them. There's a single playlist that has all these things that were previously just locked behind uh, physical media kind of uh, extra features and all that stuff so it's kind of cool that they're all in one place and we can all watch them and i thought hey you know what we have a week that there's nothing that we need to kind of like get to we got morbius coming up next week so let's let's watch all these things see if they're cool go from there because i haven't even seen all of them uh leading into this but i will say watching them all there wasn't as much content as i expected there to be i thought <laughs> this didn't I go thought, the way i thought it would <laughs> yeah i thought that uh, of the eight of them there was going to be like oh multiple 15 20 minute ones mm-hmm. and there was only a couple of those and otherwise question for you then are you shorter. were you the same uh idea as me because i'd only seen i i know you've seen probably more of them but i'd only seen all hail the king yeah did you think they were all gonna be like that Cause like I sat down last night, I'm like, I'm gonna start them now, and I'll finish them tomorrow because I know they're all gonna. And then I got through, I just blazed through them all. Yeah, like, oh, same. Went way quicker than I thought it would. Yeah, no, I knew some of them were shorter because I had seen a handful of them before. But like it, and we'll get into them as we we go one by one of like their release strategy and like how sure. it all happened. But uh, it is kind of cool that they're all in one place. But to oh, get through sure. the rigmarole here, of course, this is kind of funny. It's in review. You can get it on YouTube.com/slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it on podcast services by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review and we'll be right there for you uh you can also get the show ad free and watch it live as it's being recorded by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers molecule gordon mcguire 
Fargo, Brady, and Pranksy have all done. Uh, we appreciate you also very much. Today we're brought to you by Cuts, Lumen Skin, and Honey. But because this is such a weird episode of in review, just to, to set it off from the top, we will not be ranking the the one shots against the rest of the Marvel Studios stuff, just because that doesn't really make sense. And like it's kind of weird. Some of these are clearly not canon. Some of them are. Some of them are in that weird nebulous Netflix zone now that uh, we're seen with daredevil and all those shows uh but what we will be doing is getting an update to the rankings courtesy of one greg miller and i'd like to start off <laughs> with that if you will greg uh was busy uh being a part of a birthing process uh, last fall yeah and uh so he missed out on a couple of the key rankings for movies including eternals and venom 2 i know it's crazy. Venom, Everyone's Venom, waiting on Venom, 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 Venom. Uh Next week, I did not need to watch Venom, Venom for today, did I? No, not for today. You need to watch Venom too. Let the Venom let them God. be carnage by next week okay. for Morbius, and then we'll be getting a double dose of ranking action. So this is I, this is so like when you're like fucking a kid, not when you are a kid, mm -hmm. and your mom gets you like the variety pack of cereals, and then you get to the end, and you just have the boxes left yeah. over the shit you didn't want to yeah, eat. You're like, like, oh, honey fuck, ones, all right, honey yeah, ones, yeah, yeah, you're like, all right. I'll I was about to say, surprise, Jen, roll in the cart, and she's going to roll in like a DVD cart. We're going to watch Greg watch Venom 2. <laughs> really excited for I love that so much. But right now, we're going to start this episode with getting Eternals ranked. Uh, before I get into our votes and where we were, because we all locked in our votes when we watched Oh, interesting. I don't know. That's all been hidden from me. Yes, exactly. So I want to get your thoughts on Eternals. I did not like this movie. Uh, I did not like Eternals. Uh, Eternals, uh, you know, again, you said it yourself. Like, you know, Jen and I had a birthing process last fall. And uh, after Eternals uh, came to Disney Plus, which I forget when it would have been. You can tell me. But January. January. It was after the fact of us having uh, Benjamin where, you know, now we only have so much energy and so much time in the day, let alone at night uh, when we watch something. Eternals is the first one where we were watching it in like. I forget where we were in this movie and pause it. And we I was just, we've been talking shit the entire time about this movie, but pause it. And then I was, she, I think we took a bathroom break or got some snacks or something. And we were just ranting or even how we didn't like it. And, she, and I'm like, do you want to just fast forward to the end? I'm down to just fast forward to the end and see what happens. And then watch the end. And she's like, are you and like, you have to watch. I'm like, I will come back. I will come back and watch the middle of this again. And I will do the thing. And so we did that. And like, uh, I was like, man, that wasn't worth it. Great. Cl turned it off, went and did it, whatever, for the rest of our lives. And then, yeah, last night I looked at the calendar. I'm like, oh, fuck, Eternals. Fuck. All right. So I did it. I turned it on and I'm doing the frame, the zoom ahead. You know what I mean? Of like, where did I leave off in this fucking movie to figure out where I stopped? And I stopped where I thought I was in one of the countless battles with the CG monsters or whatever. I was like, here it is. And then I went going. I'm like, fuck, no, I watched past this, but just let it ride. Just let it go. Like, my thing about Eternals is, and there, I don't know how much we're going to spend. I don't want to, because my, my thing about Eternals is there is an awesome, awesome eight hour, nine hour Disney Plus series here. And it breaks my heart they didn't do that. Instead, and I remember when I when I made a comment to it in content sometime after I watched it the first time where you asked me, like, oh, no, or somebody said something about it. And I was like, oof, I'm going to make people mad or whatever. And, and people in the chat lit up or whatever. And one person in the chat at the time, I remember, was like, well, of course Greg doesn't like it. It's just a, it's the Justice League, but done better. And I'm like, 
No, it's actually got a lot of the same problems, I think, as Justice League, mm-hmm. where it's just, let's shove everything into this fucking movie. And it's like, wow, does this suck and not benefit at all what's happening? Because, like, the characters and their powers are cool, the idea of them. The actors are great. I love the blah, blah, blah. But the problem is when you give Angelina Jolie, Thena, and you go, cool, it's one Woman, but it's not, but it's kind of, but you know, all right, cool, and now go, go, boop, 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 like, when she shows up later on in a fight, I'm still like, huh, Angelina Jolie. I'm like, no, fuck, Athena. Like, it's Athena. She's doing something. It's This is not that. Like, Selma Hayek's so great at everything. And then she's here, and you're like, all right, well, but, like, it's Selma Hayek. And it's just, I would have fucking, I think they would have crushed it. I would have killed to see this as a eight-episode thing where you're where it breathes. Nothing breathes in this movie. Everything is stepped on. Everything is rushed. So back to my point of just, like, uh What's this character name in this one? Uh, I, don't, I knew I would need it eventually here. Uh, the guy from... Um, no, no, no. Well, there's two of them, right? The guy from uh, Train to Busan, who I loved in Train to Busan, right? And have an emotional connection with Train to Busan. Here he is, and he's like Phoenix caretaker or whatever. Mm-hmm. And again, he's in it like all of... Uh, I don't want to put minutes on it, but like not long enough for me to get attached to this character, to remember his name, to, know, to actually mm-hmm. care about any of the stuff. You know what I mean? Like... Kumail is funny in it, and I like the way he interplays with people. But like, in the end, it's just that's Kumail, and it's still like, oh man, Kumail got jacked for this, and not not in the sense that like, oh, I, I vaguely know Kumail through the internet. Like, just in the fact of like, he's a they put a whole bunch of A list talent in this, and it's like none of them I think are given the time needed to get over with who their character is. And then if you want to go the opposite, where I don't know uh, Gemma Chan, Gemma Chan, Chan mm-hmm. uh, uh, Cersei, I don't know her from stuff beforehand. She's one of not one of the few, but in terms of legal, yeah, do, we're talking about. Greg. What I know, I know her, from. her from, from Captain Marvel. She was the blue sniper that got killed in the beginning of the movie. How could I fucking forget? I'm sorry. Voice, you're right. Voice. You're right. Right. You're right. <laughs> uh, seriously, uh, it's one of those where for her to be like the new character in it, in, or a new, you know, new actress in it, so I can lose myself in that character and find out what that character is. And what, what is that character? She's two guys' girlfriend, one for a really long time and one for a short time. And now she's got Ajax <laughs> power. Oh. Okay, anything else? No, there's no time. Okay, cool. There's no time. That's what she does. She falls in love, apparently. That's great. That's her, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a movie that, like, could have been so fucking cool, but I don't know if it could have been so fucking cool as a movie, as this. And then to top it off with the yeah, ads, just like, here are a bunch of generic people they're fighting. And then it's like, because even think about it, like, if it was a series and it went on longer, like, what a big reveal it would have meant for us as the viewer that they aren't there for the right reasons, that they're not doing the right thing. But the way all of that is just fucking swirling around at all times, you're watching the movie like, what is happening? Who is going? Like, it's this thing that pop, 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 point yeah. after point, backstory after backstory. It's told out of order. All this stuff's happening. It's on top of each other. Okay. Yeah. I think we, I think we kind of came to a similar consensus when we talked about it. Is that it was just so much story to cram into one movie, and it didn't have the benefit of the uh, Nick, origin. Can you of the story. adjust your mic a little closer, please? It didn't have the benefit of the origin story, right? For sure. Um, just that. Sorry, I got thrown out there. Um, you know, they had to. We had to build this relationship with everyone through these flashbacks, and I just don't think that storytelling device really worked necessarily. Contrast that to like every other team we've ever had, where we yeah. have one or two or three or four movies built into it. I think Chloe Zhao had an uphill battle the entire way, trying to get these people to feel to to feel like they had been friends for centuries, not even just years, like centuries. And I just don't think they nailed that dynamic. And then on top of that, it suffers from the Marvel standalone problem of like these monsters are just boring to watch. And after two hours of watching 
them be fought like they're, it was creative and i think a lot of the cinematography was beautiful in this movie but by the end of it you're like i just don't care having said that though i do think when we get to the like the main climax some of that imagery is insane like i thought some of that stuff was really really cool but it's just by the time you get to the end of it you're like uh, and we can wrap this up now i see where they're going with it so here we are a very interesting point in kind of funny mcu in review history where greg miller's vote is going to drastically change where this movie falls because of where our votes are so i'm going to read the ranking as is now with where we voted this movie currently number one endgame number two infinity war number three no way home number four homecoming number five civil war number six thor ragnarok number seven winter soldier number eight guardians two number nine loki Number 10, WandaVision. Number 11, Avengers. Number 12, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number 13, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And also, where Kevin voted for Eternals to land. Number 13. Number 14, Iron Man. Number 15, Far From Home. Number 16, Black Panther. Number 17, Doctor Strange. And here's where things get interesting, everybody. Number 18... Or 19, Andy Cortez puts Eternals. But the question is, does Andy put it above or below Hawkeye? Above. Okay. Easily. Then there yeah. we go. Number, number, uh, wait, Eternals above Hawkeye. Yes. Then uh, that number 18 for, for Andy. Number 19, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Number 20, Captain Marvel. Number 21, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 22, Ant-Man. 23, Black Widow. 24, Iron Man 2. 25, Age of Ultron. 26, First Avenger, 27, Iron Man 3, 28, What If, and also where Nick and I both voted Eternals, 29, Hulk, 30, Thor, 31, Dark World. Greg Miller, where would you put Eternals? Number 29 with a bullet. Number 29. That means that Eternals is now number 28, above What If. Love it. There you go. What Uh, if? The fourth lowest movie then so that's what interesting interesting when when the movie ends and goes the eternals will return and i go ah please don't that's not a good sign (laughs) you know what i mean like ah do we need more of this i also got to assume that like when you have a child the first thing the doctor says is like all right, you know, you got to do this and that. Make sure we're going to send your your wife home. Your business and also, don't watch Eternals. Like, that's got to be one of the first things not to do as a parent. Because I can't imagine how much worse this movie is as a parent, having responsibilities like you do. Because I walked out of the movie and I was like, this is conceptually one of my favorite movies that Marvel's done. But, man, what a missed opportunity. Like, this was just like, this could have been easily a top 10 for me. And... I think that they just like really shit the bed in so many other moments. And I think we all kind of thought the same thing, Greg, like, man, this would have been great as a series if this just had more more time to breathe. Um, But Greg, let me know what you think about this. I said that Eternals has my favorite of the super generic uh, boring monsters of all of the super generic boring monsters we've ever experienced in all of our in review series through all the different franchises. These are my favorite of the super generic boring monsters. You're not a big Steppy fan? Still about still on that right there. I will. I, I, guess, I, I will, guess I but mostly I won't think hard. of the black blobs from Suicide Squad, the 2016 uh, yeah. Suicide Squad. 
I feel, I feel like, like you're getting dangerously be... close to making me open the ragu bagu list, and I feel at that no. point we're not gonna have a good time. No. So we should not. But I'll, <laughs> at that I won't. Point, we're not gonna stew on it too long. But it's an interesting point that I will it. just say. All right. Because the action. All oh my right. god! I just think of like the flash action scenes at the end where no, Homegirl, that... what's her name uh, in this movie? Makari. Makari's doing all the oh, yeah. flash stuff, and they're fighting fucking so uh, uh, the fucking Game of Thrones Dude. guy. Ah, all those mm. sequences are just so cool for me. Icarus. 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 Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, I had to I had to remind myself of the names here. Yeah, I mean again, I think I think a lot of there's a lot of good stuff in this movie, and I feel bad, you know. Yeah. I feel like people are gonna think we're just dogging on it, ranking it that low. It just didn't come together. And after a couple hours, you're like, ah, it kinda it starts to feel a little bit like a slog, for me at least. Um, because a lot because of those things. I, I, I mean I'm kinda with Greg where well, I don't wish I don't. I don't necessarily think we need a ton more Disney Plus shows. It would have been interesting to see what they do with <laughs> with a six episode, or like actually giving us a little bit more time to breathe and develop the characters. Because it's always so difficult to come in midway through someone's story. That's why origin stories are just so much more fun to watch generally than the third or fourth movie, unless we're talking about Thor Ragnarok, where they found a whole different fun angle for it, right? But like. This is one of those, remember, I remember when it got announced where we were talking about Eternals, and I was like, back in the day, even when they when announced Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, who the hell are Guardians yep. of the Galaxy? You can't, who do you think you are, Marvel? You're going to think you're going to make me care about something I've never seen before that they didn't have a 90s cartoon for? GTF out of here, right? Of course, we care about them, but we did because we started with a very personal story of uh, Peter Quill, and we, we built the team around them, a, a team of rogues that shouldn't belong together, and somehow they gel for a common good and a goal, and it's fun to watch. It's, it's a tale as old as time, Andy. And then I remember them saying, oh, the Eternals are going to happen. I'm like, I don't know anything about it, but the cast is phenomenal, the director's phenomenal, and, and I'm not going to be the same guy I was before, Tim. I'm not going to be the Guardians mm -hmm. guy. I'm not I've heard you say that I'm before, gonna, yeah. I'm not going to poo-poo this. Kevin, no more poo-poo for Nick. No more no poo-poo for Nick. No poo-poo. Uh, but then, you know, you sit halfway through, and you're like, ah, man, there's a reason why that, that formula really works for superhero stuff. It's because it's difficult. It's it's hard to have even even the actual actors themselves, like, gel if they haven't had that first movie or first couple movies to go through. And I think you just kind of see that here, unfortunately. This was 28, right, Eternals, just to verify? It is number 28, yes. 28. All right, updating the rankings, updating the rankings. This is a big, this is a big moment for us. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, uh, so then I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about where your kind of hype levels are at for the rest of 2022 when it comes to let's ju just talk about pure Marvel studio stuff for now. Uh, but movie wise, we got Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness coming Love May 6th. I'm so we have Thor, Thor Love and Thunder, July 8th. Woo! Um, yeah, then so we close. have uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, November 11th. It's not um, a and so that's the thing. There's There is a lot of <laughs> debate on whether or not that'll hit the release date if i was a betting man i think that that gets pushed to february 2023 taking the spot of uh the marvels and that the marvels will get mm. bumped up because from oh. what i understand that movie is uh complete already so or at least in Whoa. the final stages of being complete and that would mean miss marvel is summer and then the marvels fall feels that'd, right to me especially really with cool. all the the stuff going on with uh wakanda forever but with that Greg, what's your hype levels for the movies? Oh, so, I mean, incredible. Are you kidding me? Multiverse of Madness is still that one that I'm hyped for. I feel like the wrong reasons. I'm hyped to see the alternate versions, the alternate universes, all that kind of thing. I don't know, like, in terms of it being a Doctor Strange story, I haven't thought too hard on that, of what's happening, where he's going. What, you know, obviously, we love Wanda, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
then Thor Love and Thunder, like, come the fuck on. You know what I mean? Jane Foster is Thor. You get to see what that's like. Get a new Thor skin in the Marvel Avengers game. There's some rumors going on about that. Yeah. Same thing with why, like, there hasn't <laughs> been an update for a while because of the She-Hulk. Because of the way She-Hulk got de- delayed and pushed around. They thought that's why maybe there's a big content gap right now. And there's a big rumor. Kids are starting to get that's excited. It seems like content, there might be a lot of stuff coming. Content, there might be a lot of stuff coming huge. up. Um, and then... Yeah, I mean, Wakanda forever, I'll be excited for whenever we hear. I, I don't think I've, I've been paying enough attention to delays and contracts and injuries and seeing what's going on with that one where I don't think that'll happen. And so if we're getting the Marvels instead, that'd be incredible. I'd be all about that, yeah. But like all the Disney Plus stuff is hitting on all cylinders too. Like that Ms. Marvel trailer we saw was so incredible. Uh, Moon Knight is imminent, right? Isn't Moon Knight almost here? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the Disney Plus stuff in, in a second. Sorry, my apologies. Just, then just, just the just movies, movies for now. Yeah. Just the movies in terms of hype ranking, I would put Thor in front and then I would put in Doctor Strange and then I would put in Marvel's slash Wakanda. Are you more excited for one of those two, the final ones? It's a great question, Tim. You're full of good questions today. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know, Tim, you're doing great, by the way, Tim. Thank you. Thank no, you. Don't, don't, and you look great. You look great. Thank Andy, you. I appreciate what, it. See, I gave him comments. I'm giving you the whip. That distracts the conversation. That that off. You know what I mean? This is a podcast where me and fair Tim enough. are supposed to talk, and then you you come in when we tell you to come in. That's yeah. fair. For you, just thank okay. you. You're welcome. Do you have any? Great I, point. That's a do you have great any cool Pepsi you, over there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I honestly, for that one, I guess it, I. Man, that's tough. I think because I'm excited for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Wakanda is exciting because, like, how do they handle this? What do they do with this? What does this do to Black Panther? You know, as the mantle, not the character, like obviously, but like the actual mantle of Black Panther in the MCU. How do they handle this? What do they do with it? What are they actually going to do with it? And then Marvels is exciting, obviously, because there's multiple characters we already know involved and where do they go from there i guess i would be more excited for wakanda i guess i'd be more excited for wakanda but i'm excited for marvels as well andy cortez thank you for waiting patiently uh what do you think about the 2022 movie lineup um thor ragnarok or thor love and thunder feels like a movie that is gonna get delayed again i don't know why um even though we've seen tons of shots from from set that just feels like a movie that if it got delayed, I would not be shocked by it at all. I'd say that's probably at my number one, uh, the number one ranking for me to be most excited about just because I Thor Ragnarok is, I think, probably still my number one movie on, in the MCU. I just love Taika Waititi's mm-hmm. humor. Um, I am excited to see. Um, I'm excited to see Natalie Portman kind of return to the fray and what she's yeah. going to offer and how she's going to interplay with these characters because we've seen what these characters have grown into under YTD's uh, vision and I want to see how she kind of meshes in. It's like when a when one of your favorite sitcoms gets a new character. Like, how is the chemistry going to really work here? Um, I'm really I'm really stoked for that. Also, just to see more Valkyrie and mm-hmm. um, what's up, Tim? I just wanted to give you an update there on on Thor Love and Thunder of where its production status is at. A couple interesting facts about it. So we are currently, as of today, uh, the farthest we've, the the closest to a movie's release without the trailer coming out that MCU has ever had. Uh, Even No Way Home. Huge time. Uh, well, No Way Home was so close, right? And then this this is now out, outpaced shit. it. Uh, before that, there was The Incredible Hulk, uh, the trailer, and then the, the movie came out uh, like mm-hmm. um, like two and a half months after, something like that. So now all eyes are on where's the Thor trailer? When's it coming out? But um, the the theories right now are that it's not a negative thing. It's just that they have so much other shit they're promoting with, yeah, they uh, with Moon Knight and, and they have movies as well. That they're like not there's no reason to kind of like push too hard because they're still pushing uh 
uh multiverse of madness so so hard yeah, right now so step on the the feet there of multiverse of madness right mm-hmm. and then the other thing there is they this is one of the first marvel movies being shot in the volume which is the mandalorian tech oh. so oh. so things are uh, the production pipeline for it is uh is a bit different so the marvels gotcha. is also doing that and uh wakanda forever's doing some of it there so the volume um, is I, the coolest thing ever that sounds like really is. that sounds like uh remedies control dlc or something like that it sounds so yeah, bad like that, that kind of freaks that that worries me a little bit because that's a movie i'm really excited for and it's just one of those things that like a lot of stuff that we've seen from there doesn't quite look like the sets don't look right 100 percent, in my opinion like there's still i think we could of... say the same thing for green screen too like every once Whoa. in a while we notice no. the the fault in green screen oh, yeah. it, uh I'm, with I'm with, a... with lighting and stuff like that i'm with kev on this one though because like i i mean i love the technology it just hasn't evolved yet we're green screen we've had 20 30 years to kind of yeah. spec you that up and i think that pipeline is a little bit more defined where mm-hmm. like i've seen you know maybe it's just the mandalorian because you watch the mandalorian they're kind of they're slightly lower budget it is in- going to be interesting to watch what tens of millions of dollars can do with that technology yeah absolutely yeah, so that's that exactly what i'm looking at like cool. in terms of gear in terms of yeah. what the actual I mean, cameras being used are it is green screen it's just yeah. green screen without having to chroma key and put an image back there right well so. i mean it's it's better than green screen in the sense that it lights the people yeah, and they I'm, have something I'm, to react i'm to, talking you know about I mean? the fact that there is still a fake background that they're they're, they're just filling that in so it's cool it, it's a cool concept. It, it looks good in the Batman, right? Like that's what they did for the I mean, Catwoman yeah. on the rooftop with the like you know orange city behind yeah. them. That was all shot that way. Yeah, not exactly the exact same thing because it wasn't Disney or whatever. Being they had a, a really good color uh, or, or uh, a good color palette for that. I think that really yeah. lended itself really well to that sort of like almost monochromatic red mm-hmm. and orange, but. Yeah, we'll anyway, see I was like Thor Love and Thunder. Sorry, last thing I want to say, Andy, to the point, though, yeah. is I, I don't think it's going to get delayed because it has the 4th of July spot and Disney needs that weekend. Uh, so okay, and I, I don't think any other movie can get pushed up that dramatically. So I think that it might be a No Way Home situation where the CG and all that stuff might not be fully up to par of exactly what they want it to be. But it's going to be good enough for them to be like, let's just get it out the door and go but i don't think there's reason to be concerned quite yet but anyways continue my my, my excitement for it is, is kind of uh ramped up i think especially after just kind of uh, watching those last three uh one shots with thor and mm. with his roommate even though like none of that has to do with any of this and it's a, it's shot very differently it's that's shot in a very sort of docu-series office type way but i'm just sort of reminded of what chris hemsworth can do with the role mm. and mm. how much i think he's so good at comedic acting and line delivery and being this himbo that is just he's just funny as hell i think he's just got a great vibe to him and i think that's why i loved ragnarok so much um i would say multiverse of madness is probably the one i'm second most excited for i think everything that we've seen in the previews just i'm expected to have my mind blown with a lot of different cameos and that's going to be one that like even though the excitement level might be higher for me there than it would be in love and thunder i think love and thunder is just much more my jam um but yeah multiverse of madness for sure like i i was always kind of like what is this going to be? It's a horror movie. But I think after watching the last couple of previews, not just with all the hype around the cameos, but visually, this just looks incredible. It looks like an, on another level. Um, I am not super stoked for Black Panther. I, um, I'm i of the camp that like I don't think they should 
have gotten rid of of Chadwick Boseman's role. I think they should have kept T'Challa you think recast and it? recast him. I've, yeah. I'm I'm of that belief that I think they should have recast him and like, um, I I. I just want to see more of that character. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think kind of letting him go that quickly, while unfortunate with Chadwick's uh, passing, like I just don't see that recasting him, or I just don't see that like giving it to Letitia Wright this quickly is the right call. I just don't think we've had enough of mm-hmm. of uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think we've uh, I don't think we've seen enough of T'Challa like in the mantle, and I, we finally kind of saw him come into his own in his own movie, and then we saw him grow with the other Avengers movies. I just kind of want, I just want more of that, honestly. Um, and yeah, I, I don't like the idea of giving it to Letitia Wright, but that's like, you know, COVID beliefs aside, <laughs> like that's like a whole nother uh, yeah. ball of wax that, um, you know, her not wanting to get vax is like, oh, what are you, what are you doing? Just uh, why are you, why are you going to fumble this bag, man? <laughs> like just fucking take Wait. the, take the vaccine and get paid, you know? Anyway, uh, Kev, where are you at? Where are you at with the, this year's man. movies? I uh, I'm really excited for Love and Thunder, but I I'm I'm super excited for it, but I'm kind of at the point where I'm also like the the bar is so high with <laughs> the comedy and like how I want that movie to be that I'm kind of not even thinking about it. I'm not trying to get myself worked up. Um, so really, uh, the um, multiverse of madness, all the stuff they put out there, little teasers and whatnot. They got me worked up. I'm so stoked for <laughs> oh, this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Got to say, I'm really turning me off. Got me, got me all bricked up. <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean, like, it, and it's just like, there's like, there's things that like, I, it's like if Professor X comes in there with his the 1996 like uh, hover chair thing, I'm gonna lose my shit. I'm gonna lose my shit, and I'm to the point where I kind of hope it doesn't happen. You know? <laughs> wow. Okay. For the, for like, the safety of others around of yeah. I don't want to sit by Kevin at this movie when yeah. you see it. Um, and then, and like, I'm really curious to see what they do with the story. Like when we did the like 45 minute review where we went through everything, um, it really, I really got excited, and uh, I can't wait for that to to come out. I'm very curious to see what they do with it. Like, I feel like the bar of all the variant stuff is really high and it's also they could really fuck up so mm-hmm. i want to see how that all goes and then black panther 2 i'm fucking scared for honestly like <laughs> th- well i mean like the you know oh i hear you i know i wasn't like you know, I don't think it's not obviously extremely tragic and seems like they they have they're pivoting in an interesting way but um uh, like sir, sure, right, Shuri, right, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, sucks that she's being the way she is, because like that seems like maybe they're gonna have to pivot there too. So I, it just whenever there's big pivots like this, like things get really tricky to juggle everything around. So I hope, I mean, we all enjoyed Black Panther one, and we all want two to be the success that like it deserves to be. So I really hope that they can pull it together. If they need to delay it, they should. Like, uh, if it gets delayed in the Miss Marvels, the Marvels, right, takes yep. its place. Like, I'd be excited to watch that and see how that's going. I also um, had another thought with with Letitia Wright, Kevin, when it comes to Shuri and her being cast, and when they were dealing with all the issues with her and her not wanting to get vax, I was just like, fucking recast her. Like, who cares? I don't. 
Like, I don't, I didn't understand holding on to her as if she's been in the franchise or in this universe for 10 plus years. Like, yeah. if Robert Downey Jr. didn't but, want to get vaxxed, I'd be like, fuck, that sucks. He doesn't want to get vaxxed. But you got to figure out a way to keep Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. You can't, like, with, when it comes to Letitia Wright as Shuri, recast her, get somebody else. I didn't really yeah. see the whole issue with, like, needing to hold on to that actress for that character as if like that's the staple of this that's the heart of this franchise it's well, like just get somebody else it's tough though because i think i remember watching watching black panther she yeah. was a standout for me yeah i thought she, she was, was a kind of a fan favorite so i mean i agree with you andy but but and, and i agree with you on the chat with bozeman post too like want to just recast it and and give another actor another shot at, at having that role but it's that's that puts the producers and the writers in a real heart. Like, well, producers specifically in a real heart spot. We have recast two people and then explain that as well to the audience. Cause you have to imagine at the at best, we gotta get one of those lines we got from the Matrix where it's like, I changed my face for something. You're like, all right, cool. Thank you for that throwaway line that interrupts the main flow of the story because you have to explain how why this actor is different, right? Um Terrence I'm Howard. Just, yeah. What's that? Mark Ruffalo. I don't think you really need to explain it to it they've audience. done a they good really job well. not explaining people before or we drift off too far uh they haven't come out and confirmed that shuri's black panther right that that's how they're going to do this because i i remember when all this is happening with her that there was i i thought i read somewhere that they were doing more with winston duke which made people think maybe they were pivoting that way and he's the you know the mm. other guy from the yeah. tribe up yeah, the hill or whatever that right. you know yeah help him my money's on we get multiple black panthers in mm. the movie I think also, like, if they were to recast him, Nick, if they were to uh, replace Chadwick Boseman with somebody mm -hmm. else, I think that could also um, kind of get audiences used to having different actors a bit more. And well, they're going to have kind to of, eventually, right? Kind of integrate that a, a little bit. I mean, they got to recast opposed... Ross now too, right? If they're going to bring yeah. him back in, I I don't think that they're going to. Like, I I would imagine. I I feel like. Um, Marvel is being very respectful, respectful Full. of the of the of characters is it or the actor. <laughs> Call back from yesterday. Thank uh, yeah. you. Thank you. And and I think that like I don't think we're gonna see that much recasting when it comes to like deaths, because um, like I realistically like does this does the MCU like are we gonna get a big giant like like refresh of everything? eventually one day yeah yeah yes. yeah but i mean is that like one day like i think it could be a decade away, away. Well, yeah exactly you so? you see how long you, you, well yeah let's see how successful this next phase is let's see how mm -hmm. if they can do it again right that's i think that's the biggest thing can you do this again where you know you took we talk about all the time but you don't think about it as much anymore right where the, you know 10 years ago they have the rights to iron man and captain america and these are the kind of the misfits right they're not x-men they're not spider-man nobody really cares about this but they make us care about it and so that's the thing i think they're at now to an extent where obviously they have a huge huge lead on this but can you make everyone care about everyone in the marvels can you you know make us care about jane foster can you make like in being thor can you make us care about uh whoever the next black panther is going to be and i think if they do that again then it isn't a big deal they get to move on they go they keep on going but if they don't, then I think maybe it speeds it up to eventually redoing Captain America and redoing, you know, uh, Iron Man and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I'm dialing it back to the recasting thing. I think we can all agree. Hopefully, they know they don't dip into the, the Star Wars boat and start digitally face replacing people. Yeah. Because I just don't, I don't like that technology. It it just feels so bad. It just feels so wrong to me. Well, I, I think they're that. way past that. I think the idea of them not 
wanting to re of them not wanting to recast T'Challa shows that not recasting T'Challa is a step above <laughs> digitally replacing somebody. Like I think that's like I think that's like way out of their sort of mind space yeah, of I wanting agree. to um, bring him back in any way. Mm -hmm. I think there there are ways they can get creative with it though that that aren't offensive ways. Like in the comics, uh, Thaddeus Ross turns into Red Hulk. And like, that is something that we've kind of been leading up to for a while in the MCU with the Thunderbolt stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if they like somehow figure out some like tricky camera work and shit to like see him as a human again, even though he's dead in real life now, but then mm -hmm. um, have him be a Red Hulk. And that's not, yeah. I mean, that's the, know? I mean, obviously that stuff is like, that's, fine right we, we like when you're if you're doing a flashback or something like that occasionally like it's just like when whenever you want you you're when i'm just a firm believer that listen if you can recast and give a job to an actor do that right let let someone be live action it's going to be better ultimately the chemistry on set's going to be better and like it, you're going to be able to invest in that person and hopefully move forward with them but yeah i mean tim you know if we're gonna you want to make red holt look like william hurt I'm, I mean that's fine, that's cool, but, you, you but don't, not for a whole movie. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch a fake face for a whole movie. It's difficult for me. Yeah, that's also like that's kind of like the main. You don't want the main obstacle for what the audience is is watching to like be focusing on the CG. I, I think that's one thing that happens whenever we get these doubles is I get kind of lost in the dialogue because I'm so focused on the CG the and whether, like, yeah, whether yeah. it's believable or not. Yeah. And that's kind of like the, the main part of my attention span. And then maybe the second rewatch, I'll listen more to the dialogue and more mm -hmm. to what's actually happening with the story. But I think that takes the focus away a lot. If you try to, uh, unless it's like a moment in Blade Runner where they remade What's Her Face. Yeah, but uh, even that, that that stood out to me. I was like, oof, I don't, I don't like this. Uh, but was, you could but, almost but it was, but that it was because it was an artificial thing in the world of Blade yeah, Runner. That, that, I think that served the story in that way. But mm -hmm. in, you know, if they were to try to re-digitize uh, um, Chadwick Boseman in any way, I think it would just be a lot of like Will Smith in that movie where he fought the uh -huh, younger version uh -huh, of himself. Man. Don't talk that shit was, about that Gemini Man over there. That didn't look too bad. Out of Gemini Man was like, bro, there's one scene you got to see in this movie. Dude, but you had to see it in 3D, 120 hertz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Just letting y'all know, I have that capability in the theater, and I have Gemini Man on 4K Blu-ray. So y'all need to see this motorcycle chase, everybody. Uh, Nick Scarpino, where are you at with these movies? I mean, I, I'm excited for all of them. I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I don't let myself get excited past whatever movie's coming out next just because of the way things have been for the last three years and because there's, you know, releasing movies in theaters right now is very complicated still. Um, but out of Multiverse of Madness and uh, and Thor Love and Thunder, I got to give it the Thor Love and Thunder, man. Yeah. You're going to give me the, the sequel to Ragnarok with the same crew and the same director and they're going to have, if they can hit that level of fun again or go beyond it, that was just something super special. And I think Multiverse of Madness is going to be, um, I think it's going to be super cool. It looks bonkers. It looks super creative. And I, I know you guys weren't super, super big on what if, but I really liked what if because I really liked them flexing their creativity and kind of getting in there and, and, and showing us those different multiverses and having that all come together. And if that's something we can hit on this one, I, I just find that personally really fascinating because um, it just opens the door to infinite creativity. And, you know, it's 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 uh, I mean, there's a wig in it. Let's just let's just say that not everything's perfect. There's a wig. It looks like Dracula. Um, <laughs> and I'm coping with that. I'm coping with that. But uh, ultimately, I think they both look great. I think we got a good slate of movies ahead of us. And we got a lot of good Marvel TV shows ahead of us to look forward to, too. So that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I'm I'm excited for all of them. Obviously, uh, I think that Love and Thunder is the one that I'm most excited for, and I really like that we're this close and don't have a trailer. Like, I think that it's cool we're in this kind of newer era of marketing, and like we're not quite there, but I think that we're getting close to right. being on a production timeline that that Marvel actually is planning, as opposed to just trying to adapt and play catch up with all the the situations, whether it's uh, the pandemic or just licensing deals and all that stuff coming through. Nick, what's up? But we're not there yet we're not we're definitely not uh and with <laughs> that good. i you know i'm kind of worried with i think two of the bigger he movies this year for that but i got andy with it andy reluctantly had to say that was good and that was the best part of my day so far <laughs> but you're but, not king uh, yet yeah, there we go. All right, we Doctor Strange two and uh, Black Panther two both having um, uh, the the issues that they do production wise going into them. I am worried, right? Like obviously the death of Chadwick Boseman, like and all of the production delays. Like they they have a tall order to have to figure out how to make this make sense story wise. And at the end of the day, that's what I care about most is does it work? Does it actually mm-hmm. check out? And I was worried for No Way Home for the same thing, and they proved me. Like that, I didn't need to to worry about that. They they pulled it off. Um, I just hope they can continue to pull that off. And Multiverse of Madness has a different issue, which is it was planned to come out before the movie that we just saw in December. And so many changes have had to be made, and there's reshoots and uh, them trying to go back to figuring out where it fits in the timeline and how it uh, addresses what we saw in What If versus what we saw in Loki and all this stuff. They're balancing a lot, and I'm hopeful, and the trailer looked fantastic, but I do think that that one to me is the the one that has the biggest chance to either be one of the coolest Marvel movies we've gotten so far or that we walk out and like, that was a mess for so many reasons. Yeah, and I think yeah. – I, I just hope that we don't leave it and be like, oh, man, the cameos were the best part, but were they that cool? And I worry that that's yeah, where we're, we're going to leave that. that. Uh, but I hope that I'm wrong about that. But before we get to the Disney Plus shows, let me tell you about our sponsors. This, of course, is one of my favorite sponsors of all time. It's Honey, ladies and gentlemen. When you're shopping online, it's easy to save money on your iPhone or computer. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch your prices drop. Here's, ladies and gentlemen, where I go and I, boop, I hit pause on the end because I use Honey all the time this is my google chrome and right there is the honey button you install it there you can use it on your iphone too but it's great it saves you money and then if you're logged into it accrues honey coins that you can then spend on gift cards and stuff all the time but then yes yes yesterday i was buying some mizzou stuff off the internet guess what there it is i don't even think about it honey just pops up a little dancing coin he's like you want me to save you some money and i'm like yes you do if you don't already have honey you could be straight up missing out and by getting it you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show I never recommend something I don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kinda. That's joinhoney.com slash kinda. Every day you gotta get up, worry about work, worry about your family, worry about when you're playing games. It's too much. So remove the stress for shopping for clothes with Cuts Clothing. Cuts Clothing has perfected the art and science of men's shirts. So now you can throw on one look and look great without ever having to think about it. Plus, Cuts has all the essentials for looking sharp like tees, hoodies, polos, and more, so you can stop bouncing between brands and shopping for different shirts. Tim Gettys loves Cuts. He went online, found the blues he loved, and then had them shipped to his door so he can go get haircuts and stare at electronics knowing he looks great. Cuts has totally revolutionized the traditional outdated t-shirt category. They make it easy to mix and match styles and colors so you can find the perfect style. They even developed their own fabric that's soft as hell and guaranteed not to pill or shrink. Join 
hundreds of thousands of guys who have made the simple decision to elevate their wardrobe with Cuts. Get 15% off your first order by going to CutsClothing.com slash kindoffunny. That's C-U-T-S Clothing.com slash kindoffunny for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. All right, guys, let's talk about skincare. If your skincare routine is basically you washing your face in the shower with that one shower gel you've been using since high school, then it's time to level up your skincare game. But thanks to Lumen, you can drop that bottle of three-in-one and start using products that actually take care of your skin. All their products aim to help with those stubborn acne scars, under-eye dark circles, wrinkles, sun damage, dry skin, oily skin, and more. Uh, starting with Lumen is easy. All you have to do is take their two-minute quiz on their website, and they'll tell you exactly what routine is best for you based on your skincare needs. Plus, all their products are made using only natural ingredients that actually work. Guys, I swear, skincare shouldn't be that complicated thing we dread doing, and thanks to Lumen, it's simple. It takes you less than 90 seconds of your day. It's easy, and you'll have skin as smooth as Kevin Coelho's shaved cheeks. Level up your skincare game with Lumen Skin today. Go to lumenskin.com slash kindoffunny to get your free trial of Lumen's products. That's L-U-M-I-N skin.com slash kindoffunny to get your free trial of Lumen's products. That's Lumen Skin slash kind of funny. So Disney Plus shows, uh, we got Miss Marvel, or no, we got Moon Knight coming next week, which is Holy really exciting. God, really? We're gonna, Fuck yes. yeah, six episodes of that. Um, we're gonna be doing them weekly, weekly reviews on the screencast, and then for the final episode, it will be on this show for in review. Uh, and then Miss Marvel is coming starting June 8th. Uh, and then we just know in 2022, we're gonna get She-Hulk. Um, and, uh, it is un, it's not even announced that this is a project that's officially happening, but it a hundred percent is werewolf by night, which is going to be, uh, a one shot actually, but it's going to be a, a longer thing. We don't have any details about it yet. Um, specifically, but it, I, my, all the things are pointing to it being a hour or so long Halloween special, um, directed by the man, the myth, the legend, Michael Giacchino. So that's a very exciting thing. That's kind of weird, uh, but we got that coming in October, and then uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special in December. There's a chance some other shows might happen. We might get What If Season 2. We might get Secret oh, yeah. Invasion this year, uh, but the the locked-in ones I want to talk about here are the two holiday specials, um, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk. Kev, I'll start with you. I'm excited for all of it. Um, I, I mean, Moon Knight being right around the corner is so so exciting uh i also think that like i i don't know has there been a teaser for um she hulk mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah anyway not a whole proper trailer but but uh, just that, like the, a thing or something. For the disney thing. plus thing yeah we saw like her her cg the back end of her body and then we saw uh mark ruffalo talking to her yeah yeah fourth wall okay. break stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm very curious to watch another trailer for that and see what, like, what the whole tone is of that show. Um, I'm worried if it's too comedic, because like that's the ongoing, like that's that's what we think it's gonna be, right? Like a comedy, like it's like a procedural kind yeah. of, yeah. Yeah. See, like, I don't know how good that sounds. I'm very excited to watch certainly the first episode and see how it goes. Uh, what what's coming after that? Uh, after that, we had the two holiday specials, the Werewolf holiday by Night special. and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. The, the Werewolf by Night, it's interesting that they announced it, uh, the director, but haven't announced the show yet. Um, if that's a musical, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I'll, I'll watch, again, I don't know anything about that. That I'm not a huge fan of, like, 
I, I like some musicals, but I like like very specific kinds of musicals. I, I doubt it's going to be a musical. I like I'd be very surprised if it ends up being a musical. Okay, it's just All right. Michael Shakito's directing it. And he's a one of the best Music composers guy. of our goddamn yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't know anything of that. Like, it's cool that they're setting up stuff that like because uh, like Moon Knight messed around with this guy, right? Like they're buds, right? Doctor Strange. I, I don't know that they do often, but I think that they can. And in the MCU, huh. I think it would make sense. Well, they're yeah. both lovers of the moon. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Way to the go, Nick. moon. Man, they uh, got to get you hired, Nick. <laughs> I know, man. I crush everything. <laughs> and then, and then the, the, the last one is the, the Christmas I crush special. Everything. I mean, I can't, can't wait to watch that. Hell yeah. It's going to be fun for sure. Um, Moon Knight being so close is really exciting. I can't wait to see Oscar Isaac and how he makes that role his own. Again, I'm just kind of a fan of Oscar Isaac, so whatever he's doing, I'm going to watch it. And I'm likely going to enjoy it because I think he's one of the best working actors in Hollywood. I am really excited for more Guardian stuff because it's been a long time since we've seen them do their own thing in a not-adventure movie. Um, and Guardians 2, one of my favorite movies. Guardians 1, one of my favorite MCU movies. So I'm stoked to see them all together again. Not necessarily having to serve the plot of, you know, killing Thanos and all that sort of stuff. I just kind of want to see them do their own thing in a yeah, more standalone fashion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, under James Gunn. I think that's a key yeah. thing too, right? Yeah, It's absolutely. like the first time since Guardians 2 that that's the case. Um, and uh, Miss Marvel, I would have said I wasn't super stoked for it until we saw that most recent trailer and i think that if all of these shows are going to kind of have their own and when i say gimmick that sounds like a pejorative but i just mean that like if Style. miss marvel's going to have the comic book sort of things mm -hmm. if um she hulk is going to be this sort of parody on uh procedural um law tv shows and stuff like that i love the idea of each marvel show having the thing that they are kind of focused on. Uh, and with Miss Marvel introducing those sort of comic book panel type, her drawings, maybe that's her imagination. I hope that that continues throughout the show and isn't just sort of something that's introduced and maybe it's just something in the trailer. I hope that it's a, a consistent thing because I just think that that sets these shows apart from each other. And I think that makes them all really creative in different ways. In the similar way that WandaVision had all of the different eras that it was going through with TV. Um, I just love when a show can do that and not have it distract in any negative way. Um, so Ms. Marvel seeing that trailer really pumped me up for it because I was kind of like, eh, whatever on it. Um, but yeah, that most recent trailer got me pretty excited for it. And um, I don't really know anything about Werewolf by Night. Uh, I'll watch it, obviously, but I'm not... I don't I'm not excited for it in any meaningful way. It might be a musical though, Andy. <laughs> I heard it might yeah, be a musical. Going? Going, Andy? <laughs> musical. <laughs> Huge. Nick. I mean, I'm a sucker for holiday specials. You know, there's two kinds of people in this world. They're the kind of people that that go, Oh my god, it's a holiday special and I'm watching this in July. Uh, and then there's me and I'm like, it's Christmas in July. I love it. I, I'm, I'm jacked for that. Did you say that Werewolf by Night was going to be like released around Halloween time? Is that what it's, we're looking for or no? So that's the thing. It's one of those weird projects where it's not officially announced. But right. that's not, again, a bad sign because the same like Black Widow was like six weeks into production before they announced they that announced it was a thing. It, right. So, um, yeah, there's there's not much around it. But we just know that they're working on a one off thing. That's Werewolf by Night directed by Michael Giacchino and that it is targeting Halloween. 
That's great. See, I love stuff like that. And again, I think this is, I think to Andy's point, like we got a lot of flexibility with this medium, right? This is, this is Disney streaming plus we can, we can mess around with these formats, but I love that they're hitting these, these, uh, 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 like these holidays specifically. Like I loved that Hawkeye was around Christmas time. Like that sound, that was just, it's fun. Like, why not? Why not make that show and plan for that? And of course you plan for anything in this day and age and it probably backfires on you, but <laughs> I'm, I'm a sucker for a good Halloween special. If you give me that and you give me stranger things for I'm down. Um, the chat, the chat, J6 says, I remember Nick saying D didn't let him watch holiday specials off holiday. Hilarious <laughs> that you, it's so funny that you brought that up because I was about to make that joke and I'm like, no, nah, I'll veer this way. But yeah, you know I was what? I won't say, talk about two, D. I was gonna say, there's two types of people people that love holiday specials <laughs> Nick and, and my D. wife. <laughs> <laughs> so she was not, dude. She was like, skip this way. We got to like a, yeah, she won't. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but everything else and honestly i'm with andy as well miss marvel looked i was not the first teaser we saw i was like eh, i don't know maybe this show doesn't speak to me but i think that that last one they released gets me hyped for it i think it's i think it's going to be good and of course you can't really i mean it's oscar isaac going to moon Knight. like you, you can't not love that guy so we got a lot of good stuff to look forward to on that i also saw a lot of more backlash tim against miss marvel and like can't have two stretchy power people because the guy i'm fantastic for already does that and like it looks great. I kind of hate that as an argument. I think that like this looks way cooler. And I I know a lot of the criticism is that oh, it's more generic, colorful star force field power bullshit, like an unnamed sort of power. I think this looks way cooler than what any stretchy thing could have been for her to have. Right. I and, and that and that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it, Nick. Okay. It's a, yeah. well, it's also no, no, the no. normal bullshit of like judging before it comes out that they're mad that that's what it is. And maybe it is that's just the creators wanted it to do something different and want it, it felt this serve the story and the character better. Especially if they seem to be tying tying it into her heritage. Yeah. Yeah, but also powers shouldn't be the main driving force of why you like a show. Like it's cool and they should be cool. But the reason why we liked Iron Man wasn't because we love watching shiny metal suits. That is a cool component of it. But we like Tony Stark. We like his journey. We like watching him become the man that he wanted to become to lead, you know, the Avengers and well, co-lead the Avengers, I guess. Um, and so, like, you know, this 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 story is not about her powers. It's about it's a coming of age story that that happens to do do with powers. I'm hoping. Um, so yeah, to Greg's point, don't judge a book by its cover. But also, like, I don't know. It's cool to see Batman swinging from buildings, but I like. I, that's not the main hook of these stories or it shouldn't be the main hook should be the characters themselves greg miller Hi. what about the disney plus shows uh top of the pile for me is miss marvel uh or ms marvel very excited for that uh like i said i've been uh, uh reading kamala khan comics since the very start uh love that character uh love her in various forms of media including marvel's avengers which you can get at a rock bottom deal right now and come join me when they do announce all this content in the content roadmap i know the roadmap was supposed to be out in 2022 but again because of the shield thing we think they had to delay it and that's why but when they come back they'll have lots of yeah. uh right Greg behind will pay you to play it with them <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's such a sad state of affairs because i still have the twitter alerts turned on for marvel's avengers and then i look at them when they alert and i'm like no oh, i don't even care talk about content you know <laughs> I mean, like, I don't is even it, care about this. Did the, last, did the last alert just say, "Please turn this off"? <laughs> Let us die, Greg. The last, die. the last alert was like, "New That's deals from Domino's Pizza." They sold their Twitter Moon Moon Knight. I am excited for in terms of I like Oscar Isaac a lot, and I don't know anything about Moon Knight. When I watch the trailers, I I'm like I think he looks cool and like he looks like Batman at times, but like I don't know what's going on, and so that's exciting because I do like getting dropped into worlds that I don't understand the stories I understand in Marvel, uh, but I'm not like 
oh my god i can't believe it's next week and yeah yeah, yeah. like i'm okay cool can't wait to see it and see what it's all about but we'll see uh, obviously the guardians holiday special is james gunn and guardians again so yeah that sounds fucking rad you know james gunn has proven time and time again he can do nothing wrong so let's see what he's got this is gonna be great can't wait for it and then yeah werewolves i've never heard of and i don't know anything about that and uh, you keep mentioning the guy and i don't know the guy either Michael Cicchino is the composer. Like, he's like the modern John Williams. Like, he's done the score. Like, Everything. really, like, I think my the first one that blew my mind was the Star Trek reboots. But then yeah, he's done a lot of the Pixar cool. movies. And he's done, uh, at this point, most of the MCU movies, it feels like. All the Spider-Man, uh, the modern ones, uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, he's just, he's a fucking badass, man. Cool. He's the um, one that, like, Greg, they just keep on hiring because he's so goddamn good. And we want to get him on the podcast, Greg. So maybe tweet at him. Don't offer him to play Avengers. But, okay. like, just yeah. tweet at him because you've got a lot of followers. <laughs> keep it in your back pocket, though. In case yeah. Can we get DJ forward. Junkie XL first? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Man, God, my, favorite thing, my favorite thing is how much Greg loves dunking on DJ Junkie XL. <laughs> on Zimmer, DJ Junkie XL. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of similar to where you guys are at, where the thing I'm most excited about with the Disney Plus shows is how varied and different they seem than anything we've got before. And I love that they can play with the format. I, I'm most intrigued by the idea of Werewolf by Night and the Guardians holiday special being one-offs that aren't like the one-offs we just watched last night that are just like these kind of small like three to 15 minute things but the idea of it being a a lo- like essentially a movie but not a movie it's just like one episode of a tv show but it's a one and done mm-hmm. in the mcu is so interesting to me because like that kind of won't if there are like hype cameos or like references or appearances from things we'll know by the end of the episode it's not going to turn into this like crazy over the course of a couple weeks like theorizing stuff it's like it's all in this one go uh, you think we see john snow uh i mean that's that's the thing we totally could right like we're gonna have to see these characters pop up uh somewhere else at, at some point to build that kind of like blade side of the universe so um i that's really exciting to me and i i think that there's less pressure than on it than a movie like a full-on theatrically released movie and it's just kind of cool to me that we these are essentially straight to tv mcu movies what does that look like uh in addition to you know shield even seems like it's going to kind of break the format that we're used to with these uh mcu shows of it being 10 episodes and i think that they will be shorter even than what we've been getting like closer to that 20 minute mark and it seems like it will be the uh courtroom drama stuff mixed with comedy but i imagine that will be a cameo fest as well like i i am almost sure that we will see charlie cox's daredevil in that i think that that type of stuff is going to be we already know we're going to get the tim roth's abomination uh that we last saw in shang chi so it's like it's cool that like the shows can deal with these kind of like little things that i'm excited about kind of building the the network uh and foundation of what the next phase of um movies are gonna be uh but yeah miss marvel and moon knight like i just love how imminent they are like i'm right there with greg where i'm stoked for moon knight for every reason he just said uh i i'm not like chomping at the bit here like oh i can't wait for next week but i'm very excited for it to be next week you know and to to have watched it like i I bet that i'm gonna be a lot more into moon knight after i've seen an episode i know that sounds like a stupid thing to say but uh i i just i know i will be excited for it i'm just not really feeling it right now uh, but Oscar Isaac is so damn cool. So. I, I'm I'm super stoked for it, and I think that I'm way more excited for it than I was for Hawkeye. And I went into Hawkeye uh, knowing that it is one of the more beloved comic book runs, and I just was really underwhelmed with the product as a whole. Um, but with this one, I just 
I think the excitement is not really knowing much about it at all and not hearing of Moon Knight four years ago from Twitter memes <laughs> and knowing that it's Oscar Isaac, uh, you know, in that role, it looks really exciting. Did you see the picture or the video of him at the red carpet where he met that little kid dressed as Moon Knight? Yeah. yeah. So cute. Oh, my oh, God. Little baby Moon Knight. I love it. All right, guys, let's get into the one shots that we did watch. Um, there are eight one shots that you can watch on Disney Plus right now. Um, and there's just a whole bunch of cool little facts and stuff. I wanted to talk about them because uh, we recently did a rewatch of Iron Man 3 uh, leading into Shang-Chi. And the reason we did that was the connection with uh, the fake Mandarin, uh, Trevor Slattery. And they also had that All Hail the King one shot that uh, was a, a part of that as well. That was actually the last official, officially released mm -hmm. one shot that Marvel Studios ever did. Uh, and then they released these Team Thor shorts that were not considered one shots uh, and now are retroactively being just branded that way on Disney Plus. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but like there's a, a fancy logo for the one shots, which mm -hmm. kind of implies they're mm -hmm. going to turn it into uh, a potential like for more uh, in the future, which I think is really cool. I wonder if maybe the the holiday specials will fall under that category as well. Um, they all kind of have a thumbnail template that seems like it, it kind of matches uh, with each other. But the uh, first couple that we watched, all of those were kind of, uh, or all of them, including the Thor ones, were special features on the physical Blu-ray releases of all these different movies. And what's interesting is, like, the first one was released with Thor, the second with Captain America First Avenger, then the Avengers, then Iron Man 3, then Thor Dark World, and then it stopped for a while, and there wasn't any. And then the three Thor ones, you'd think were all released, like, together. They yeah. weren't really the first one was with civil war the second one was with dr strange and then the third was with ragnarok and when you think about it that way it actually kind of makes sense based on the characters in them like grandmaster would have not made sense uh, <laughs> yeah. before the other stuff so it's just kind of kind of interesting but um starting off with uh, the first one the the consultant would you guys think about that well, i thought it was cool to step back into these right because they're little time capsules it's very nostalgic to go back in and and, and have to remember how much simpler things used to be. And uh, I mean, shout out to, uh, oh, now I'm forgetting Colson's name. Greg Clark's Clark. 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 Greg. Greg. Right. My, wow. I already forgot Just, what this episode was, was about. Really so you have to remind me. That was yeah, really close. Was, this is the so one where they, they lead up to RDJ. This is the one where they're, ah. sitting, they're, yeah, they're sitting in the um, diner. Diner. Um, it's super fun. These are cool. These are, these are, I mean, I, I went into these thinking, okay, I'm going to, it might be a bit of a slog to, to look through some of these older ones, but it's fun to revisit these characters. It's fun to have, you know, I think it's super creative and, and, and cool that they could utilize the, you know, a little extra footage here or there, or maybe just bring the actors back and, and tie these in specifically. This first one was cool. Cause it's, it kind of gives a little bit more context to that scene that we do see. Cause we did see that scene already, right? The one yeah, where, where the RDJ end, walks yeah. in and talks to, uh, Ross. Yeah. Seeing mm -hmm. that's the Easter egg on Hulk. Right. So that's that's it's it's cool. I think it was kind of it, fun they did that. Yeah, and it's it's funny also that like nothing comes from that, right? And it was like, oh, that was all part of the plan, right? You're and right. like, yeah, that's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, I I really like cap there. Yeah, I really like this one. I feel like the acting was a little bit like they might have maybe gone into the different paths of uh, or another take. There were a couple like line deliveries where I'm like, oh, they're just kind of blurting these lines out uh but other than that like i liked what it like added to that movie and it's crazy to like i've never seen this one and to watch this after this many years and be like oh, okay so they justifying 
why he went, why they sent Tony Stark to go talk to him, which made no sense at the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, going off of that, Kev, contextually, like a fun thing there is that, you know, we always talk about there's that one week where Thor, um, Incredible Hulk, and Iron Man 2 kind of all take place as mm -hmm. the Avengers Initiative is first kind of popping off. Um, and that it is Coulson kind of like going around as the first S.H.I.E.L.D. agent that we as an audience are introduced to uh, in these movies. And um, the reason that these were, were made even was to kind of flesh that out a little bit and kind of make the world of S.H.I.E.L.D. a little more interesting um and the first two so the consultant and a funny thing happened on the way to thor's hammer were like shot together and they blew all the budget on the second one so yeah. that's why this first one is just the post-credit scene kind of extended mm -hmm. uh from hulk and it's just them kind of sitting down talking like there's nothing really to it but yeah. it's cool that that allowed them to have robert downey jr have you know tony stark be part of it have the references to banner and blomsky and all that but what i thought was really cool is it's colson talking to the guy that this Hydra, right I that we, yeah. we end up getting later well, and it's like sit well. it's just so fun seeing uh, uh that character so early on in the the timeline and just even get a little bit more i thought was was kind of fun andy yeah, um <clears throat> i was kind of bored by a lot of these but interested in the like nick was mentioning the nostalgia aspect just kind of going back in that time capsule um kind of seeing what they were working with at the time seeing characters through some of them that you feel like they wanted to develop and just maybe never found a spot for um and we'll get to one of those characters later um but um yeah, I thought this one was fine. And then when, when we get to the next one, Tim, I was like equally as uninterested. Like, man, are they all going to be like this? Because like the Trevor Slattery one was really cool. <laughs> like, and yeah. that's all I kept on thinking through these first two. Um, I was just kind of bored with them and more of like, why does this? I, I don't know if this needs to exist in this format. Um, but then I think they do get more interesting as they go on. Um, I, I was just kind of like, this seems like they're trying to do what Pixar does with their shorts, and it's just not as good. So originally, that was the plan. Like, originally, they were testing these out as special features to uh, test run having them intro MCU movies. Got it. Um, Got it. Which okay. would be really cool, but that ended up not happening. Nick? Let's, 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 let's stop right here, though. Did no one have the thought when you got to Team Thor that it's a crime that that wasn't a Disney Plus show? But that wasn't a 20 minute long, 23 minute long office style <laughs> Disney Plus show where unfortunately uh, Chris Hemsworth yeah. would have had to stay, stay jacked for the entire run of it. But those, I haven't laughed at when he <laughs> pulls up the sign, he goes, what's, what's he holding in his hand? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> the drawing. Dude, that was We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Sorry, I just want, I just want to, like, just want to throw that out there. That that's one of those where I'm like, that that's such those, a huge missed opportunity. Yeah, we'll get those because those weren't originally one shots, right? Those those were like for Ragnarok promotional yeah. things, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I was just saying, that Greg. That like those weren't those are now rebranded as one shots. But yeah, they just, well, I know. I was making the point for Nick, or I don't know. I'm making the point were, that I, I think the ones that are branded one shots with the or that or were originally concepted as one shots. If I'm looking mm -hmm. correctly on this thing, with the exception of All Hail the King, which I think is the turning point. The first four I don't like. Like, they're fine, but they are DVD extras where I'm like, yeah. I watched this and I'm like, oof, didn't need to watch this. I didn't need the the packaging of uh, the consultant for why RDJ went there. I get it. Fine. But again, you being on bad green screen in a diner, I'm like, no, I don't really I don't really think it works for me anywhere mm -hmm. else. And then I the like Thor's Hammer thing. 
Thor's hammer thing definitely feels like, oh man, we had to deal with Acura or whoever the fucking car right. is to Acura, sell the yeah. goddamn yeah. car. So we had to do something with the car. So this is what we did to put on the DVD. Yeah. Item 47 is like closer, need... but still, I think, I think all of these feel like they are on a DVD extra budget, including Agent Carter. And I think that in a world where we have the MCU and now we have the Disney Plus show, and then on top of that, we have Netflix shows and whatever, like you can see these budgets, and these are what I was scared Disney Plus shows would look like. The the Thor's hammer one, Greg. I didn't need to see Clark Craig jumping off a, a fucking yeah, yeah. like a yeah, convenience he throws store. the throws the the flower. I'm like, why didn't you just shoot him? <laughs> like, why do you? Like, what was your point? Why are you trying to be a tough guy? About I thought the same thing, but item forty seven I thought was interesting, and that's the the character Tim that I was mentioning. Um, the guy he kind of looks like the dude who plays House, and he kind of looks like another the dude from oh, Bring it's, It On. It's, it's Titus Welliver is his name. He's sure, from, yeah, of that, you that. guys know this because I've talked about him every yeah. time anyone brings up Amazon Plus. I go, you gotta watch Bosch, and he is the main character. Oh, Bosch, yeah, he's he Bosch, reminds- well, it's over now, so you don't have to watch it. They, oh, they damn, that's unfortunate. Then. I was gonna give it a shot. Uh, he just kind of, yeah, he reminds me of oh, like, yeah, he reminds me of um the guy who plays House and another person mixed together. I don't know what yeah. who the other person is though, but. I feel like they wanted to kind of prop this dude up as being something more than what he eventually was never in the MCU. (laughs) Like, I feel like this is kind of a role that they are setting up to kind of, hey, keep an eye on this dude. He might become sort of a a higher up in uh, in S.H.I.E.L.D. later on. And he just is that like his only appearance in the MCU? Mm -hmm. Because that's what this very much felt like. Yeah, so with that, another thing to keep in mind contextually is um, all of these that are previous to All Hail the King, uh, which was 2014, but 2013 and before, like, we're so early in the MCU Mm -hmm. um, and with, uh, like, just what that even meant and with, uh, like, this wasn't even Disney. Like, that's where we were at. Like, it was still Paramount and and, uh, Universal with with Hulk. So it's like... Yeah, such and like the the key stakeholders of the Marvel Parliament at that time were like not what they are today necessarily. Of Some of them so. still are, but have have changed. Um, but so much of this, when you look at these, it they're clear kind of like uh, soft pilots for TV shows. So like some of these don't legitimately turn into but you can see the kind of breadcrumbs to agents of shield and then yeah, obviously and agent, carter agent carter actually yeah, yeah. is directly canon to agent carter the the show that ran so i don't know uh, what so i don't know what avenger station is but this dude was also agent felix blake in 2014 on avengers whatever station is with colby smulders that sounds like a disney ride or uh, (laughs) i'm not sure or oh let me see here let me see avenger station station stands for scientific training and tactical intelligence operative network uh, but it doesn't say where there was a show or any. It's just like a. Sh- it just says video. So that's like the last thing this dude was. Oh, oh, he was in Agents of Shield. Felix Blake was in there up until 2016. Okay, good to know. Good to Avengers know. Station, uh, energetic exhibit offering interactive experiences with the Marvel's Avengers film characters. Uh, it's in Vegas. Oh, okay, okay, got you, got you. So yeah, this guy was in Shield through. 2016 agents of shield through 2016 it's so funny andy because the second you said house i was like that's when you hear his voice the first time before it turns around i was like did they get house for this (laughs) (laughs) and then it turns out i was like oh they got bosh this is good good." 
<laughs> I, I did not like item 47. Uh, not that I, I liked the other ones more necessarily, but I, I thought that it was like a cool concept, just like with some weird execution. I thought the couple, like the actors were fun. Like I was definitely shocked to see yeah, the girl from cool. Mean Girls back, right? And the guy from Bring It On. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like they're yeah. together. I'm like, this is kind of fun. Um, and I like the idea of the weapons from the Avengers battle kind of being left around, but we've seen that done better now. And I know that's kind of cheating, but we have. So uh, it ending with them being like, like, neutralize them and like just the way that it ends they're like oh he does this now he does this now i'm like i didn't i didn't lame. no yeah the ending was too convenient <laughs> for sure yeah. lame as hell yeah that was, that was very much like a we're writing a comedic skit and now they work here and like do you know mm. how to get do you know how to make coffee no no it's like this sucks <laughs> <laughs> this is also not, not that hard to make coffee everyone <laughs> i don't um, know but especially is when you can when you contrast that to all hail the king right which yeah. is which is just great it's great and it's great for one person and one person only sir ben kingsley that's right and sam rockwell okay sam rockwell's great banger sam rockwell's and i will also say uh andy you'll remember uh scott mcnary's in this as well (laughs) scott mcnab batman superman batman v superman scoot mcnary scoot mcnary uh this 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 one is one of the first like i mean god i can't believe they got ben king's my first first off the trevor slattery character is gold it is gold and the fact that he came back in uh in shang chi is freaking incredible I, I this one was one of the this is where it started getting real good for me and I think uh, I, it was I went back and uh, when we first started, when I started this I was like oh I've seen this before and from the, from the, just from the jump I'm like I gotta watch it again I gotta see this one more time get through it his comedic chops are one of the most underappreciated things in all of Hollywood I don't know why they don't have him in more things like, team him up with John Cena you know what I'm talking about get John exactly. Hammond there. let all yeah. these great oh man actors now you got a now you got a picture now you got a motion dramatic picture. actors get him in uh bad parents three or whatever the heck that movie was <laughs> where, where John Cena had to boof a beer because uh just cock blockers, blockers. Cock blockers. <laughs> bad <laughs> parents three <laughs> um, but this so one also the- looks really good by the way like production. Uh, all, all Hail the King. Yeah, for sure. Sure. But before that, there was uh, Agent Carter. Oh, so I'm sorry. Uh, this is the one with uh, Haley Atwell. It's a year after the events of the first Captain America movie. Just kind of dealing with her. And this was not just a soft pitch. Like this was a purposeful kind of pilot for the, the series that ended up running uh, with like same kind of directors and composers and all that stuff. They were part of it. This one was fine. I feel like it was like kind of what Greg was saying, like the, the what I I'm happy the Disney Plus shows aren't uh, mm-hmm. in terms of just like vibe and feel, but I really like Haley Atwell. I like seeing her kind of be cool. I, I think that the scenario they put her in for this one was worth the 15 minutes. Like, I don't think that it really outstayed its welcome, nor did any of these, honestly. Uh, yeah. Spent, like, even like the bad ones were like three minutes. So yeah. it's like, yeah. it's not bad. Totally, but, totally. Um, but I, I did like elements of this, and I really liked the amount of fun cameos and stuff. Seeing Howard Stark at the end, like, got me. Where I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. And I don't know if you guys stayed for the, yeah, the, for the credits. Thing, yeah. But there was a, 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 another cameo there of, uh, uh, what's his name? Duggan. Oh, Dug- God. No, Big Bam Duggan. Meathead. No, it's not that. Yeah. Damn he's in their Duggan. group. He's in, the, he's in the World yeah. War II group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his name now. But uh, some, something Duggan. But anyways, he's crazy. there. It's wild. There's post credit scenes for these because I like I didn't realize that, so I didn't watch the All Hail the King the, like, or this one. one. Oh no, no the, All Hail yeah, the, the King has, King and then it also has post post credit ones. Yeah. He's like, nah. uh, dumb dumb Duggan. Thank you, thank yeah. you. It's not Bam Bam Duggan. God damn it, <laughs> Dumb Dumb Duggan. <laughs> uh, 
yeah he, like and it was a funny little bit of him and howard like like looking at uh some women that were at the pool with them in bikinis and like you don't see the women for a while and then when you eventually do see them it's like the most tame bikinis of all time and, like and they're like what is that and he's like it's a bikini it's like bikini it's like did you invent that <laughs> it's like that's it's just funny like, no, like the french the did yeah the idea of <laughs> howard great. stark inventing the bikini is really funny to me so but funny. uh what'd you guys think of it i mean uh, i thought I, i'm okay. with you i thought it was fine i thought it was just uh it was serviceable it wasn't as it wasn't nearly as like why does this exist i didn't have that feeling like i did with the other ones uh prior to it um I thought it was okay. I did enjoy watching Howard Stark and the other cameos near the end of it. But yeah, I I'm so happy that it was a an unboring 15 minutes and I'm glad it wasn't any longer or else I would have been like, all right, let's let's get this over. Wrap it up. We get it. Yeah, Yeah. I, I, I I'm with Andy. I it made me. It made me look forward to a day when and if we get to actually see her be Captain Carter, because that's what I, I really like that episode of of what if I know it was, uh, I think it was the first one that they came out of the gate with. And I just think I didn't watch agent Carter, the, the shield show and agent Carter kind of left. I just didn't care to watch either of those. Um, so seeing Haley Atwell back, you know, potentially on the big screen, I think it's, it's could be super cool. So that, that gave me hope for that. I and mean, the cool thing uh, there too, Nick is, uh, in that episode of what if, uh, it heavily what? featured, uh, Bradley Whitford's character from right. this short who was not in, Captain America was only from this. All right. So that's, awesome. that's kind of a fun thing. And God bless God bless that man because him and the guy that played Walter Peck are always the exact they're always the exact same character and everything they get typecast in, you know. No, you're not, you're forgetting of course him in West Wing where he was yeah, the guy. Oh, don't bring up West. Everyone Oh, I'm Nick. Wing. I'm going to make a point and then I I have the evidence that contradicts <laughs> it, but I'm still going to bring it up. Like, you everyone's Nick, always right? like, "Oh, did you watch uh, all 19 seasons of West Wing?" I, I I point to you Billy Madison, sir. I rest my case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the best. <laughs> to be or not to be. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Madison, we need to fucking do Adam but just like the first couple yeah just yeah, the first yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. uh, tim this is this is i didn't like this one there's just something about her like kicking everyone's ass and it's like what like how did she, how is she so strong and good at fighting you know the, like training that, working out calisthenics yeah i don't i i just uh, i don't from High like the character low, that we had seen I, I was a little shocked that she beat the shit out of this giant seemed, dude who's yeah. like strangling the fuck out of her she would have she would have been knocked out um but i mean it's fun it's well choreographed so i really like the what did the she whole... grab what did she, what did she grab from the briefcase what was the she it was a knife yeah she put in the combo lock the thing and pulled out a knife and stabbed him yeah. in the leg that's why she didn't get strangled kevin that's why it's i keep true. A knife that's on why she didn't die yeah exactly are we gonna see chloe bennett from agents of shield being anything I think the the chances of that happening are getting slimmer and slimmer mm. by the day Man. of the direction that the the canon is going for MCU. Yeah. But why? The, the, that I just always canon. had a crush on her. Just <laughs> you should watch her in Nashville. Just for personal reasons. <laughs> What'd you say, uh, Greg? You should watch her in Nashville. Then she's in the show Nashville. I'll I'll watch that after I play Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> the greg miller in review you have to play avengers and watch nashville <laughs> yeah you don't really know it. these characters and the actresses who portray them mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we get into what Come i on. think all of us could agree is just the greatest the fucking greatest 15 minutes i've seen 
sense peacemaker like this it was just so great and like man i taika can do no wrong and i love it that this is no not worrying at all about actually being canon but simultaneously treating the canon with such respect where the only reason these shorts happened was (laughs) to get across taika's tone so that people understood what that even could look like but to also explain that thor and hulk weren't part of civil war like the fact that the entire thing is just around that i'm like taika is a fucking brilliant man he is a genius i just love i mean like i i've loved the first two episodes obviously like i'm laughing nonstop. i love chris hemworth chris hemsworth i love taika's writing um all the stupid little like it's just when you are able to humanize a god in that way with just funny writing it's great and then i love episode three i'm like what the hell is episode three gonna be about and it's this darren guy and i I got a new roommate and and you just see the wide shot of jeff goldblum as grandmaster (laughs) like just see like it's the it's the laugh that like you don't need to say anything jeff goldblum i'm laughing that you're just here with your pose and the makeup like god it's just a fucking riot all this is so great the the shot with him painting the makeup on him and Jeff Goldblum <laughs> kind of like looks over at the camera is the fucking funniest thing. The shot of him p- drawing the guy in the shower. <laughs> what is like that? He's like, you're gonna have to call Pete's mom. He's like, what's Pete's mom's name? He's like, Mrs. David. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh that's my favorite color. <laughs> A little Mueller in in the bed next to him. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah. fucking that guy. Andy Dude. said it, but like the drawing of Mueller holding Thor, like all of that. Like I I laughed out loud probably like 10 times yeah these. like oh, it was too. just so fucking funny I, I i just want to annoy andy one day and be like hey the brain is a muscle you know what else is a muscle these are a muscle and, <laughs> and, and, and these are muscle and he was still jacked from i'm covered in brain <laughs> so fucking funny dude that whole oh. those two those three were ten, those were great for me those were fantastic yeah especially it, it had that type of humor that you kind of because I guess throughout watching it, I'm expecting to hit a moment where I just kind of eye roll and go, uh, cringe. Not very, not a great line right there, Taika. But all of it is just so damn good. Um, going along with that moment where he's asking him to pay rent and, <laughs> you know, take these take these coins. It's like they, they're not worth anything. They're from Asgard. And then suddenly it turns into <laughs> Thor trying to um, get a oh, servant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just and I love the self awareness of Darren being like, I asked for rent, and suddenly he's looking for a servant. connected. You're gonna said. have to get a job so you can pay rent. That's what he wanted the servant to do, but also still serve him. <laughs> and he and then the next scene, he's dressed up in like half human, half Asgardian garb, oh. and it's pouring wine. Yeah, it's just so funny. I loved it's it like, when Thor was at the school that. talking to the kids. Oh, he's just like, and friendship isn't forever. <laughs> you need to learn that. <laughs> well, that was he's, like, he's like, and who's this one? And the little girl goes, Vision. He goes, Wow. Oh, man. So damn good. I just need more of it, man. I just need more of it. Well, Andy, I got good news from you. In the story of Marvel Studios, the making of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a book that was published in October 2021, so not too long ago, uh, one of the VPs of Marvel Studios and the person that was behind many of these uh, said that more one-shots are in development, including potentially more from Taika Waititi, where there were planned ones centered on Korg and Meek. (laughs) 
Oh, God. Perfect. Because that's give us that. Because that's really the X factor, right? Like we, I think we were going into Thor Ragnarok not knowing what the tone was going to be, um, knowing that like, yeah, I'm not super familiar with Taika Waititi's work, but I know that he did um, uh, what we do in the shadows, and that mm -hmm. was funny, but not fully understanding what the movie was going to be. Knowing that in the trailers, man, these visuals are dope as hell. They're using Led Zeppelin. Like, this is kind of nailing. I, this is so different from what we expected, but it's got these weird 80s visuals. Hell yeah. And I think the introduction of Korg just totally changed the whole movie. And that suddenly became, like, one of the... I think one of, like, the, the, the main important parts of the movie that makes me love it as much as I do because of the performance there from Taika, from the writing, um, all of that, I think, just changed. Like, that movie without Thor, I still think I would have enjoyed it. Or without Korg, I would have enjoyed it. But Korg just took it to another level for me. And it's, like, it's so my humor, and I love that guy. Perfect. Well, everyone, let us know in the comments below what you thought of the Marvel Studios one-shots. If you haven't watched them, honestly, I at least recommend you watch All Hail the King and the three Thor ones because they are fantastic stuff. Uh, we're going to return here on In Review next week to the Sony Spider-Man universe of movies in review with Morbius, a.k.a. Morbius, everybody. I can't wait to get to this, but until then, I love you all. Goodbye.